Today's episode is brought to you by Omeo. Omeo is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Omeo will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Omeo saves you time and money. That's a win-win in our books. Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering you 5% off your next booking. Just head to omeo.com and use the promo code OMEO5 at checkout. That's O-M-I-O-5 at checkout. This is valid until July 31st for new users on all modes of transport. It's just the pick-me-up that 2021 needs. OMEO, plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply. We are welcoming in a brand new sponsor here on the show, Adam and Eve. Make sure you go to adamandeve.com for some free stuff. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter in the offer code TMPT at checkout, yes, TMPT, and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and six free spicy movies, plus free shipping. The promo code is TMPT, so make sure you use TMPT at checkout at adamandeve.com. Yes, that is adamandeve.com. I can't speculate about this one on the air, but I will have all the details all day long during my exclusive hotline report at 1-900-909-9900. That's 1-900-909-9900. Give us a call right now. Recently, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, a little down on his luck, down in the dumps. By the way, pick up a hubcap for a 58 Cadillac. And Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff is in contact with psychic Gary Spidey. Please, Gary, please, Gary, please, Gary, please call me back. Seven years bad luck. That's all I can think about for the last five months. I haven't had a good night's sleep. Hello? No, you got the wrong number. This can't continue. Please, Gary, please call me back. Please. Oh, hope this is Gary. Hello? I got a vision that you were not okay. How you doing, man? I have been trying to get in touch with you for so long. Gary, you cannot believe what's been going on. I've had the worst luck imaginable. And it all started with Johnny B. Bad. Yes, when he viciously attacked me from behind, I flew over the top rope and I broke my mirror. Seven years bad luck, Gary. Seven years. Everything's been going wrong. And Gary, you've heard. You're Mr. Wonderful. They call you... Mr. Wonderful. I am Mr. And you Wonderful. Know? But Gary, you, I know that I'm Mr. Wonderful, Gary. Gary, Gary, I am so sorry. I am so sorry the other day that I had to leave. I had to hang up. Please get to the I've tried to get in touch Gary, with you two or three please. different times. And, oh, no. the, and the phone went no, dead. Get, and somebody else answered Gary, it. And, and if I didn't right go down, to the ring when I did, I would have lost the match, Gary. Everybody has a little bad luck sometimes. But no more. I see wonderful things for you. It's going to be just like it was before, but better. Well, what's, what's it about? I mean, what, what kind of present? It'll be coming pretty... How did you know that? Package for Mr. Wonderful. It's here. Gary, thank you so much. Listen, as soon as I do, as soon as I get the package, I'll call you back. Thank you so much for calling me back, Gary. But, yeah, thank you, Gary. Bye. It is heads up. This is my lucky day. Mr. Wonderful is back. I am wonderful. And the whole world knows it too. 
What's up, guys? It's the phenomenal AJ Styles. You're listening to the Two Man Power Trip. Hey, Johnny. Cool, man. What's going on? We ready to go or what? Okay. Gary Spivey of the Psychic Companions Network? What are you doing here? I got a vision. I knew you weren't okay. There's something I have to tell you. I know you're not okay. You did? Yes. How did you know that? I got a vision. Psychics know. You gotta listen to me. Gary, I used to be the highest rated wrestler in the whole world. I used to have so many belts that I, I, I could carry them all. I know. I can see these things. You're not okay, but you're Mr. Wonderful, and you're not feeling so wonderful. These things are going to pass. I see great things for you. You have to be Mr. Wonderful. That's you. That's you. I, I, I used to be Mr. Wonderful. You, but no, I don't know. no, listen to me. You are Mr. Wonderful. They call you Mr. Wonderful. True. Look in the mirror. Who do you see? Look in the mirror. Get up. Look in the mirror. Who do you see? See you. I see Mr. Wonderful. You see the vision I see. See, look, you'll see the same vision I see. I see Mr. Wonderful. Who do you see? I am Mr. Wonderful. I see? am Mr. Wonderful. You are Mr. Wonderful. Yes, I am Mr. Wonderful. They call you Mr. Wonderful. I am Mr. Wonderful. And you know you're wonderful too. I look better than I've ever did before. See my visions? Bigger cars, bigger houses, more money. I see Mr. Wonderful. There you are. You see what I see. They call you Mr. Wonderful. And you know you're wonderful too. No problems. You're Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Wonderful. I am Mr. Wonderful. There you are. I am Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> That's it. Now you got it. I am Mr. Wonderful. I like that. I am Mr. Wonderful. That's right. That's it. That's great. And Mr. Wonderful. Thank you, Gary.
two-man power trip wrestling i am your host jp john pause and with me today is a very very special guest he is a spiritual healer a psychic a medium a tv and radio personality and author he is the modern day nostradamus the psychic gary spivey gary welcome hey how are you hey john thank you so much i mean if you had another title we'd have to start another show i mean that was that's (laughs) that's the lot of incarnations a lot of incarnations because i'm always running around and having fun and doing stuff with people Uh, i've always been a people psychic a show psychic always on morning drive time radio shows and and so and that's how i i ended up bumping into to uh the wonderful world of wrestling and uh and so so and and I just as a kid I was just so enthralled by everything and and I one time the the uh, there, there was a wrestling event in my little country hometown in North Carolina and um and Andre uh, the Giant was there and he was he was like my hero and uh, and and so it was just the greatest it was the greatest I was a little kid I got to see him and uh, and so I've always, I was always just so into it and so. Uh, and then later, of course, I become buddies with everybody because I'd done so much radio uh, that all the guys would come in. We were in Tampa Bay. It was an old was a show a hundred years ago called the Ron and Ron Show. Uh, it was a very you know famous show. I think we had like three million listeners in in Florida, and uh, and so all the uh, all the wrestlers would come in and and we become buddies. And so it, then then it took off and and I become uh, you know friends with uh, uh with uh, Hulk Hogan and and all the guys and we would they everybody lived down the street from one another and everybody had boats and so we would hang out on weekends together uh with like you know uh, back in the day Randy Savage and all those guys and and uh and so uh I I become friends with with Paul uh Undorf and um and uh um, and he was uh, quite a legend when uh, I met him. I mean, he, you know, people, of course, kind of really liked him. And and uh, and so somehow we hit it off and 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 I, I did some TV stuff with him and, and I hung out and I went to, you know, a lot of the, the wrestling things that I became, uh, in essence, like his uh, his uh, psychic mascot, you know, if you would. And. And it was fun. It, it was just really, really fun. And the, the greatest part, I mean, it was so, it was, it was, it was so cool going to the events and, and, uh, and hanging out with those guys. We, I remember we were in Caesar's palace at their grand finale show. Uh, and the, Paul was like one of the centerpieces of it. And I got to do stuff and be there in the middle of it all. And, and it, it was just really, really great. That's great that you even go further back and are such a, you know, big wrestling fan. I, I didn't realize that you were such a big fan all the way back in the day either. Well, I'll, yeah, I, I, I was, as a kid, it was just what you do, you know, it was, it was what you do and, and you would just, you would watch wrestling and, and so you never miss it, you know? And, um, but I, uh, and, and, uh, uh, living where I live in North Carolina, I live in central North Carolina, very close to Pinehurst. Um, and right up the street from Ellerby, which is, uh, actually Andre the giant's home. Uh, his yeah. house is about his house is was is about ten miles from from my house in North Carolina, and so um, and so so you know it was kind of like he was like a w- this big bigger than life person that, that that hung out, and so so sometimes with me being a medium, uh, I I actually can sort of see people not sort of see people I can see people in minute detail on the other side, and that's you know. People come to me from all over the world to ask me questions about their dead loved ones or whatever. Uh, yeah, on the other side, and I could do that ever since I was a little kid. Uh, and and so um, it, it was it was really wild because when I, I heard the news of uh, of uh, Paul passing, 
um, when I when I heard that news that Paul Orndorff passed, I I actually looked to see um, see if I could see him right, and because right. uh, I hadn't spoke to him in, in several years, and and so I I looked and and I saw him on the other side with Andre the Giant. And, wow. with, and with a whole bunch of other people, and I didn't know everybody, but it looked like he was at this big wrestling event in the sky, if you would. Yeah. Uh, and I saw what I would assume to be other family members and and people that that he would, you know, that knew him were were close close in and, and family. But I, uh, but it was really crazy to realize that that all these these things we do here on Earth, even wrestling. Uh, why not? It, it transposes in, in heaven. You still have everybody there doing their thing. And uh, and so but it, I saw that. And so and if I channeled him now, uh, I, I see him and uh, and I see him hitting you with his elbow like this. And so, and so whatever that means, I don't know. And so but he's like uh, he's just uh, he says he appreciates uh, he appreciates the good words. He, he was a very kind man. As as I know, and he 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 just said he appreciates the good words, and so uh, that's good. <laughs> and he one says the all time best. Yeah, and he tell well. He also tells me your buddies with one of his best friends. Who is that? Who is his? Who's one of his best buddies that you're buddies with? When he did a lot when he was doing wrestling. Hmm. I'm trying to think who it might be because I have a bunch of friends that are. Yeah. in the business that are wrestlers uh, that he was probably friends with or was friendly with. I am buddies with Kevin Sullivan, who is a good friend of his that, yeah. that always talks about him. Yeah. He smiled. Yeah. Yeah. And he, 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 he does a little dance <laughs> when, when you mentioned his name, yes. <laughs> so whatever this little dance is, I think it would be something idiosyncratic to those guys. And so, but he's, so he's very much around, very much around in spirit and, and, um, and uh, he says he, he loves the sport. He loves everything about it, and he loves everybody with it. Uh, and he said, uh, "There's a wrestling heaven." That's his. That's his. Uh, his his uh, words, if you would. And uh, he's he's making a joke with me uh, because we did this crazy commercial that in its day went very viral, and uh, it went very very it went very very viral, if you would. And uh, this this uh, this commercial uh, that went out everywhere, you know, it was it was kind of playing everywhere on every TV every night. It was just bizarre uh, where I, he he had broke his mirror and I, I talked to him like I fixed the problem spiritually, you know, because I'm yep. being the psychic. And and he goes and, and I said, you you are Mr. Wonderful. Look in your mirror, look in your mirror, because he would walk around with his mirror, you know. And, and so so uh, but he just. Uh, uh, pulled out a mirror, held it up, and he says, "I am Mr. Wonderful." And he did this 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 funny thing from heaven to to let me know, uh, and, and he's just laughing. So he's good in heaven. I see him doing all these silly things. <laughs> That's great. We, we as fans, we always think like the wrestling heaven, like in our brains. You know, you got Andre and all the greats up there together. Just as fans, you always kind of think about stuff like that. It really does happen. I didn't know that. Honestly, I didn't know that until I, I channeled him uh, the other day for the first time. And I saw him with Andre the Giant, because even though when I was a little kid, I was a really big fan of uh, fan of Andre. Later, good friends with Hulk Hogan, uh, you know, and, and uh, I uh, I was, um, you know, it, it sort of just went out of my mind. But it took me back to when I was a child. And it was just really a beautiful experience for me uh, to actually get to see Andre the Giant even in heaven, you know, that was just, yeah. that was big. Cause he was, he was bigger than life. Cause he was so big. He was just this big guy, you know? And so, and, uh, but all of it, all of it is so fun. And I'd be so happy that it all, it just keeps on going and going and going. How neat. Right. Yeah. So with Mr. Wonderful, Paul under, how did you get into WCW? Like, obviously those vignettes are great. He's saying he's, he's lost himself. He's not Mr. Wonderful anymore. You make the surprise appearance, but behind the scenes, how did that all kind of go down? Like for you to get there to begin with? Um, well, I, I was real, uh, close with, uh, Hulk Hogan and, and, uh, Hulk was like the biggest thing at that time. And, uh, and, and, uh, at that time. And, and so I was real good buddies with Hulk Hogan because he would come in, uh, and do our morning show. Cause we had the biggest morning show, uh, in the Southeastern United States. Uh, and so, so, uh, I, I remember I was involved with even, I, I gave him, there was a big ceremony where he got the keys to the city of 
St. Petersburg, Florida. And I remember I was there uh, to help the mayor give him the key. You know, I mean, there was like that because we just did so much crazy stuff. Cool. Uh, back, back in the day, we do everything on radio and we do everything on TV. And and so and nothing was really made up. That was a reality show at its best because we were really the characters we played we played, you know, like if we, if we talked about partying on the weekends on boats, we were partying on the weekends on boats and, you know, and, and so whatever, whatever it was. Uh, but I was really good friends with Hulk Hogan and, and buddies with, with him and Randy Savage and that, that whole crowd. Um, and, um, and you know, it just, it just kind of evolved that they thought it was a good idea. And, uh, and uh, I was already doing some, another show. Um, and, um, we did some of the, the big events. We we did. I, I remember we did the one with Hulk Hogan and Mr. T, uh, that one, and and so that was a. We, we use that as a centerpiece for for one of our big morning show finale things or whatever, and and so so we were just up in it. It, it was really just what we did, and and so, uh, so it was very very easy, uh, to to pop in, and they, they thought it was a great idea, and Paul thought it was a great idea, uh, so we just shot uh, a bunch of of, uh, of uh, television vignettes of stuff, like you like you said, uh, and then they chopped them up about a thousand different ways, and they went out a thousand a million different times, and so, but I've had so many fun great experiences uh, from doing it. I remember I was in New York City, and it was snowing. And uh, nobody, nobody could get a cab. And I was late to get to this party or whatever I was going to. And uh, it was a celebrity party. And, and, um, and I, there was a cab that slid sideways all the way across the road. Uh, he, he got out of his cab. He opened his door and, and he said, any friend of Mr. Wonderful's is a friend of mine. Get in my cab. Right. And he picked me up. And I remember I'm like, thank you. Thank you. So, you know, the Paul Orndorff gods have been around for a long time, I think, to to uh, to uh, make me aware of stuff. And and so and it was it was just the, the funnest experience, the greatest experience ever. You know, I had fun. I had a great time with it. You know, so Hulk kind of brings you in and says, hey, we got an idea. We want you to work with Paul. Yeah. And and um, and um, uh, Hulk's manager at the time, Gary. um uh, let me remember. I, got, I went brain. Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart. <laughs> Not Gary. Jimmy Hart. There you are. Uh, and so, yeah. You know, but uh, Hulk's manager, Jimmy Hart, was was fun. You know, we'd go eat seafood together sometimes and stuff. And uh, and uh, Hulk and I, we were always out on out in the Gulf of Mexico on boats and things. And and um, but he, um, the, the whole crowd, it, it was just we were real buddies. And so so uh, they thought it was a great idea, and, and we went and. Uh, we were shooting, we were already shooting some other events and doing some other stuff. And they just thought, this is going to be great. Let's, let's do these pieces. And so, and so we did them, but you know, you never know when you do something on the air, uh, different media pieces, when they catch on and they just go and go and go, and they have this life of their own, you know? So this, this crazy little commercials, you know? And so back in, in that day, my hair, I think was a little smaller than it is now. And so, <laughs> but the same trademark. And so people were like, uh, you know, just all about it. It, it was really good. And so it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. When you're there and you're doing that, is that scripted at all? Or is that just off the cuff? Like, hey, here's the plan of what we want to do with Paul. Or do they give you a script and say, this is what we want you to say? Uh, back in that day, let me try to remember. It was a little bit just off the cuff. Um, you know, uh, it, mm -hmm. it was sort of do what you want to do. Um Here's a, here's our objective. Here's what we're up to, uh, and, uh, we, and then I think we just did it. I think we just do do it, and and so it it was it wasn't really um, it wasn't really like I was reading a script of, of any kind. No, it was just here's go do that, and you would just go do it. You know, it was it was it was much like morning drive time radio. You know, uh, the same thing that I was so used to doing and still do, um, and it was just like a, you know you're doing it live. It's live. You know, it's really live. Yeah. And so, and so, so it was, it was more like that. Was there kind of pressure on you like backstage? Like, oh, I, I want to make sure I, I nail this thing. Or you're like, ah, oh, this is easy. Uh, this is a piece of cake. I'm going to nail this. For me, it's a piece of cake. It was, it's not hard. <laughs> you know, I can actually do a script and, and, but I can, uh, um, uh, they, you know, everybody always makes jokes and says, you're kind of one take, 
you know, one, one take Gary, you know, kind of thing. And so, so, cause but it, it really just comes from the practice, it, you know, practice. I don't know if it makes perfect, but it makes you better. As you know, if you do a lot of shows, you can just do that thing, you know? And so, so, but no, I really wasn't nervous, but I would get, I can't say I got nervous, but I would get excited at the live events. And I don't know if that was nervous or just excitement, you know, because the, the fans are excited it, you know, everybody's freaking out. You got these giant teleprompters everywhere. Um, and I remember when we were doing this show in Las Vegas, I walked in and, I, and they handed me, they did hand me a line. They said, here, you've got to say this when the camera's in your face. He's going to count you down. As soon as you do, you say it. Everything will go on you. The giant teleprompters will be you. Then you have to do this and you're going to turn to the other camera. You're going to do, you know what I mean? So they, that I remember that one time as, as we were doing the center, but it ended up being the whole centerpiece of, of the giant finale, whatever show of the year, um, at Caesar's palace in Las Vegas. And so, and this was, um, for me, a great experience, you know, it was just a great experience. And, uh, you know, when you're backstage and you're walking through, uh, the dressing rooms and when, when all the wrestlers are getting ready, you know, like there was in, in that day, you would have, you know, Hulkster, you'd have Ric Flair, you would have all the other big ones, you know, the Austins, you know, it would be like, you know, all the, you know, you would just be so excited uh, because you would see these guys. And, uh, and um, what was crazy because I was doing these, these pieces, uh, they would, you know, would say, Hey, Gary, what up? Hey, Gary, what up? You know, and they they would, you know, hang out and and call my name and stuff. And so uh, I think if anything, it made me feel really cool. (laughs) <laughs> so I thought I was really cool because I got yeah. to go do this and, and, uh, and it, it just, and it bled over to so many other places in in my life. It was just crazy how it did that. Just as a fan, I was like, Oh, this is great. But like in almost a little bit of a comedic way too, because Mr. Wonderful is one of those characters where, you know, he's rough, he's tumble, he's a tough guy, but he's going through hardships. You know, he's saying he's losing a lot. He's not Mr. Wonderful anymore. And right. then he's like, you know, Gary Spivey, what are you doing here? And he, you know, in the locker room with you. So when, when that's going on, are you thinking like, okay, this is going to be a great like comedic segment, or you think this is going to be great kind of uplifting because it's completely opposite of what you would think of for Paul Ondor. Well, this was, it wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be comedic. It was really supposed to be really serious. It, and it was, you know, it was, it was, uh, um, I think it was just odd, but you know, I think it left everybody going, huh? Right. What? what? You know, like a, a psychic, a wrestler, what, you know? And, and so I think it, I think it did that. And if anything, and so, but, but whatever it was, it had a certain appeal that has, has really stood the test of time. And I still have people talk about it or I have people pull up the clips on their phone and, you know, look at this, look at, you know, or whatever. And so, so it really has really hung around for a lot of years. And so I, I, I have to say, thank you, Mr. Wonderful. Thank you, Mr. Wonderful yeah. for that. <laughs> That's Think great. 26 years ago that was 1995 and everyone's still kind of you know talking about that they love that segment he's got you know eventually he's going to get the mirror he's going to be getting a theme song he's mr wonderful like you know he's he's going to be getting you know a career resurgence thanks to you at that point right exactly exactly and so so it was it was uh it was fun it, it, it was just just great great fun uh i certainly enjoyed it and and uh the people that i worked with were just the most beautiful people um, that I, I had fun with, with everybody. And, and, you know, we, we really had, uh, like I said, a good time uh, when, when, uh, you know, the cameras were going or when we were, you know, doing, when we're at the big events and we also had uh, just a great time hanging out because we all, a lot of us lived in, in the Tampa Bay area uh, or Atlanta. Um, and at the time I lived in both places. And so, so we would just, we would just end up being around each other, you know? So it was, it was sort of a natural thing. It, it was a lot, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And what was he like behind the scenes? Like when you're working with him, is he very serious or are you guys joking around and stuff? Um, well, you could tell, you know, he really, he wanted to get it right, whatever he was doing. So he took his job serious. You know, he took his job very, very serious. Um, but, he was very uh, warm. I just remember him being very kind, um, super, super uh, gentle, like almost like a gentle giant. You know, I, I remember his hands were so big, you know, he was just like this big dude. Um, and, and so he, um, 
uh, but he was he was very he was he was very nice, very you know in in demeanor, gentle almost. Uh, but but he he uh, uh, but he would joke, he would laugh, you know. Everybody's laughing, having fun. Um, uh, it, it was such a, a great uh, honor to be that close in. Uh, and the and the biggest thing was I had I got the biggest kick out of when I would be bopping around or going to regular things like a grocery store. Uh, and the first time I, I caught on to what was happening, I was on um, I think Saturday morning wrestling forever with these different pieces. And uh, yeah, I, and so so it was it was like. Um, uh, I would I would be at the grocery store and all of a sudden uh, there'd be a, a little kid that would come running over and grab around my legs and hold on for dear life, you know, and 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 the little kid. And, I, and when this first started happening, I was like, OK, what's up? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and so uh, because most of the shows I did were late night shows on TV, you know, and right. so I had, I had infomercials running everywhere at that time. And um and so I'm like, wow, this kid's up really late, you know? And so, but no, it, it created a whole new audience. And, and so, but the, the reason the kids were, were so into hanging out and talking to me and asking me questions, you know, and if they were wonderful or whatever, it was uh, simply because I was, I was doing that with Paul Orndorff, uh, Mr. Wonderful. And so, so that was a big joy for me. I was going to say, because, you know, technically you're Paul's new mentor at this point, quote unquote, like as, as you're helping him along, did that increase your fan base as far as you know your psychic stuff and stuff because that's a whole new audience right i mean that is completely different than what you're used to well it was it, it had to be uh everything more is more you know of course you know more is more but uh, i remember um you know coming out and when i would come out i my character was a liked character and, and loved character. They tend to like me, love me. And I was different, still am. Uh, and, and so, but they, people related to me in the, in the fact that I was going to help them get better. I was going to fix the problem like I was doing with Mr. Wonderful, I think. Uh, so I remember coming out to, um, there was an event that was in uh, the Bayfront Center in, in Florida, in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, I remember walking out and I remember the whole crowd going crazy everywhere. And so, and I, I, I remember that feeling, you know, and I thought, you know, this is a crazy feeling. And so I, I can, I, it made me so much understand what these famous wrestlers uh, must be feeling when they come out and, and the fans are screaming and yelling. Uh, you have these kids that are so excited. You have older people. So excited. Everybody's like, you know, they're, they're, they're there for you. They're the fans. I think there's nothing like wrestling fans. The rest the wrestling fans are, are from some other planet. They are just yeah. a different bunch of folks and uh, very loyal uh, and, and, and very enthusiastic and very into it. And so, and when they, they don't like you, they love you. And so, so it's like, uh, it, I remember that and I remember that being a wonderful thing. So would that increase my base? I'm sure. <laughs> sure. Yes, of yeah. course. And so, and a lot of the other events that I went to, I remember Daytona beach. It was the same way, uh, different ones. I remember certainly Vegas and a few others. Uh, and, and it was just, um, the same thing. So I was, I was a very recognizable character, you know, as I am, uh, and not mis- mistakably there's Gary Spivey, the sidekick. And so they were always, you know, all about it. And, uh, uh, and, uh, so it, it was fun. It was really fun. When you think about it, like with Paul, it's funny, like, okay, he's got this, the, uh, series of losses. He says self doubt and, and, you know, you come in and you help him. Is that kind of just really just you being you? That's really uh, that's me really being me. Uh, many of the, the wrestlers over the years that uh, I was friends with they, at, at that time, um, uh, as people do, they I, I just help people. I still help people every day of my life. That's what I do. I, I still read people in private readings. You know, people call and they get, you know, they'll, they'll book a session with me. Um, I do um, a lot of stuff all over the world. I work with a lot of famous people. I work with a lot of uh, executives all over the planet um, every day. You know, uh, I do big spiritual retreats. I teach other people how to use their psychic ability. I'm doing a big spiritual retreat in Ojai, California on the, where am I? The fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. I'll be in Ojai, California. Wow. And, uh, and so we're doing a, a big spiritual retreat there. Uh, but GarySpivey.com, check me out. GarySpivey.com. I have everything up there. You can get a private reading with me. You can hang out with me. You can come to a retreat. Uh, and so, and I also have a great zoom cast that I do. I'd love doing zoom. Uh, and every Saturday, uh, 
at eight o'clock Eastern. I'm on Zoom for a couple of hours and you can just ask me questions for free. I'm right on Zoom every Saturday, every Saturday at eight o'clock Eastern. Nice. nice. Awesome stuff. I got to know this. So where did the hair come from? Where did, they, <laughs> where, did, where did they awesome look with the white and the white hair? Where did that come uh, from? Well, it, you know, I, I always had had big woofy hair and, and I played in a band. Um, I was playing in nightclubs when I was like 15 years old and, um, and I had big bushy, uh, blonde hair at, at the time. And, and then I, I, um, always had, um, poofy hair and, and so, and, and it's, it's had many different evolvings through the, through the years. Um, and, uh, these days it's my real hair and hair extensions. You can, you can get a, a much easier do with hair extensions these days. <laughs> and so, uh, depending on where I'm at and what I'm doing, but you know, if I'm doing shows, uh, I do shows all up and down the strip in Las Vegas for years, always sold out, always happy. Vegas is a great place. And so, and of course I do morning drive time radio and all these different markets all over America and still do, you know, I can do it from anywhere. So I could be here in North Carolina or in Florida or in California or somewhere in Europe. It doesn't make any difference. I can still do my morning shows because I'm just on the phone talking in, you know? And so, so I do a, a lot of that. And, uh, uh, but, but it's, um, it, it's ended up being a nice, a, it's a nice time and I've had a nice fun career. Uh, I'm looking forward. I'm working on a new book right now. And so, so I'm doing a, a lot of different things. Happy though. Very happy. Yeah. It seems like you've got so much radio, TV, books, uh, your zoom cast. I mean, you've, you've got a lot of stuff. The Gary Spivey business is still, you know, going strong. It's still alive and well. Well, it's, it's stronger than ever, which is, which is really crazy. And, and it's kind of, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, if you enjoy what you do, I enjoy helping people. And, um, and then, you know, I, I, I went from being a psychic kid to, you know, to being, um, a medium that can, you know, see people on the other side. And then I went to, to, into, um, even I, I do healing and teach people how to do healing for themselves. These days, there's a lot of healing on the planet that needs to occur, of course, you know? Uh, and so I try to help out everybody I can. That's what I do every day. Now, as far as yourself, I know you do the psychic, the medium stuff, but you've been on so many famous TV shows. I mean, Inside Edition, Jimmy Kimmel, A&E's Family Plot. I mean, you've been doing that. Is that all these kind of shows wanting you or, or do you kind of want to branch out yourself? You know what I mean? Like, are they are they wanting Gary Spivey? You're you saying, oh, I got to get on here. Got to get on there. Uh, no, they always just call me up. It's really like that. Yeah. And, and so so I, uh, um, you know, I, I, I get. A, a lot of calls to do different shows and, and um, you know, if I'm, if I'm close by or if I'm there or, you know, if I'm in California, if it's in California or, or New York or wherever, uh, then I'll go, I'll go do it. And I'm working on it. I can't, you know, say, but I get a vision that there could be an, a new, uh, a new evolving of me next year uh, that I'll, I'll be maybe doing some, some cool things. You'll get to see a lot of me. So that's my oh, vision. Wow. That's my vision. Wow. I can't talk about it, but that's my vision. <laughs> love it love that vision yeah with you when people think gary spivey the psychic what what do they think of like what do you think like they think of just the the tv stuff they think of the hair like what do you think people think of when they think gary spivey well i think they think a lot of things you know um but i i think that um you know, more than anything, I think my, my, if I had a claim to fame, uh, it would just be all the moments on the radio, uh, because I'm really reading people. I'm really nailing stuff. They go, wow, how did he know that? And so I think I have a lot of, wow, every call I have to have an aha, wow moment if you think about it. And so, and I, I get call after call after call and, you know, and I'm nailing uh, every call. And, and so there, so I think that I become everybody's buddy. Uh, and then um, the people that see me in live events, I, I always, we have a, we have a great time. It's really, really fun. And um, uh, with the, the, you know, cameos on TV for the last hundred years um you know they've they've been different times where they're going oh there he is oh there he is you know so i'm sort of like that guy i remember i was so excited when i uh did jerry springer for the first time and uh uh and so because the show was crazy and the audience was radical and they said can you handle that audience and uh and and we were working on getting a doing a tv show uh, ourselves with the same crap with the jerry springer group and um uh, and um 
I was like, yeah, I can handle that audience. And so anyway, I did. And they were like, oh my God. And so I got to do the final thought, which was exciting for me, you know? And so, so, but there was many different moments through the years. And I, I go back a long ways into the nineties. I predicted almost every major disaster uh, that occurred in the nineties. And so, uh, and I'm still predicting things. I just did a prediction. Uh, I think they just showed me the clip a minute ago uh, where I predicted, um, on a, on a TV show the uh, in November, I predicted there would be a guy assassinated as a big political figure, and it would happen within the two weeks, and this would be worldwide. Anyway, it happened. This this guy that was the head of Iran's nuclear power thing uh, was assassinated, and so that was kind of crazy. And then they say, what else do you see? And so if I do something serious and spooky, then I usually will try to to read something funny or fun. And I said, well, I see a flying car next year. And so uh, a couple of weeks ago, they did a, deb uh, a debut, of course, this flying car. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you saw it on the news. And so, yep. yeah. And so, so I, my prediction about a flying car came true. And, uh, and, and so, but I usually will do, uh, you know, predictions where, you know, those are, those are easy for me. I can like, just kind of think about something and, and come up with them, you know, and so. Very cool. So as we wind it down, we head towards the finish. What's next? I know you kind of briefly said before, but what's next? What what else you got going on besides the vision, obviously? <laughs> uh, well, I'm I'm doing a, a a lot of things. I'm writing a book. Um, I've, I've got a, a one book, and I'm doing a, a second and a third book, and so. I'm looking uh, forward to that. Um, and basically explaining, this is a book that's going to end up explaining to people how to stay on the ride these days. There's a lot of dark energies that are affecting people and you can actually meditate and heal yourself from those dark energies. Uh, I mean, we all have friends, we all have families, we all have loved ones. We all have goals. We all have an electric bill. You know, we all have these things. And so, uh, and so we really just have to, to learn how to live as one on the planet. And the oneness thing is, I think is, is the most important thing that people have to really get. Um, and, and so you don't have to always agree with everybody, but you can still be one with them, believe it or not, even if you don't exactly agree with them. And, uh, and then if you do have this energy of oneness, you, you, you'll find you have this crazy luck that is this dumb luck. I mean, when I look at you, when I, when I'm talking to you, I can tell you're a person that has dumb luck. You just, <laughs> right. It Sometimes, just, yeah. you want know, things just happen. They'll, there you are. Boom. And, and you find yourself in that space and see when I tapped into you, see now feel how your feet are hot. Mm -hmm. You feel that, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and so, so, and that's just me reading you. And so, uh, you know, prior to this moment, I hadn't read anything except I talked to Paul on the other side. But I, uh, as I look at you, I'm just I, I can see you and I see a lot of light around you. Uh, and I see uh, I see it looks like it's raining new cars. Oh, so I see that I see cars falling out of the sky. So I don't know if you oh, like man. cars. I don't know if you like cars or if you're looking for cars, but I see cars. That's the vision I see. Coming yeah. up, my uh, my lease on my Chevy is coming up. So they've been oh. sending me they've been sending me emails and uh, <laughs> mails to my house. Hey, you got to get a new car. Hey, make sure you stay with us. Get a new oh. lease. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I see that coming, you know, but I could see like little things or I could see big things, you know, and, and it's like, uh, uh, but that's what it's like being psychic. I've just always been this way. It's very, very easy for me very easy, but I just try to help other people with it as best I can. Uh, so I'm going to run around and tour a little bit. If, it, if the COVID thing, if we can beat that back a little more, um, you know, I, I look forward to doing some shows in Vegas and you know, the stuff, the stuff that I've always done. I got to stay home for a year. You know what? I loved it though. I had fun. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. It was, it was a whole different beat and made me learn how to do things different. Uh, my show on zoom that's every Saturday, Eastern at eight o'clock and go to Gary and sign up for it every week. It's easy. And do you have any social medias that you wanted anybody out there to follow? Everything Gary Spivey. Yep. Gary Spivey.com. Gary's forward slash, you know, I'm on, I'm on everything. Facebook, you know, Instagram, Twitter, everything. And so, yeah, check it out. Gary Spivey, G-A-R-Y-S-P-I-V-E-Y. There you go. Awesome to kind of go down memory lane because I was a huge WCW fan, huge Paul Ondor fan, and I loved when you did those appearances for WCW. So it was awesome to get you on and go down memory lane. It was awesome to hear that you're a wrestling fan as well. That was really cool. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I love it. I, I actually, and, and so it was, those were some of the most fun moments that were way different, way out of character left field thing for me but it it really worked uh and and i certainly enjoyed it and enjoyed my my buddies in wrestling it was great and has been always awesome mr spivey thank you so much for all the time today really appreciate it 
Hey, thank you. I enjoyed it. Thank you, John. Thanks. Yes. Thank you. This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the Two Man Power Trip of Wrestling. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Man Power Trip. You can check us out on Facebook. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash tmptempire to become a patron. And also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Two Man Power Trip, where the power lies brother. Welcome everyone to Saturday Night Long at the American Dream Dusty Roads. I am Tony Schiavone. It's Halloween Havoc Weekend. It is tomorrow night exclusively on pay-per-view. On this two-hour program, we have the American Males defending the World Tag Team Belts against the former champions Harlem Heat, Lex Luger against Shark, plus Sting and Ric Flair together in tag team action. But as we saw Dream at the top of the program as we head to Halloween Havoc tomorrow night, obviously the Dungeon of Doom prepared for Hulk Hogan. You know, all the hype, Tony, and all the excitement surrounding this event has taken us into this weekend. When you really look at World Series and Super Bowls and big events, you got a feeling around this whole house here at WCW that this event will be either a decline in Hulkamania or a rise in the Dungeon of Doom. And they do have, as we've seen, an ace in the hole, and we're going to find out more about it. the same Mr. Wonderful is it? No it's not. I guarantee you can see it in his eyes and this is a bad time of the year at WCW for somebody to be getting down because there's so much going on. And so much going on in this television program. What, what did you say? Television program. Almost said it the way you said it. Television. <laughs> television. <laughs> <what it> is, <laughs> television program including world champion Hulk Hogan is here. Ric Flair and Sting in tag team action like we said. Plus we're here with the Macho Man Randy Savage. We'll also have Lex Luger against the Shark and the American Males defending the World Tag Team Belts against the former champions Harlem Heat. But that is not the same Mr. Wonderful. Look, look at the, look at his face. Well, it seemed to be disorientation all over his body when he walked in right here. And Todd Martin, you know, can really get up and go and fly around. Mr. Wonderful might try to put him away real quick. Over the top goes Todd Martin. Maybe this bad luck is for real. Rose him up. Got well, one count only that time. He only got a head in his shoulder that time. Got him with a drop kick, though. Really fired on him. Where's that second companion now? Look at him. He's not even concentrating on this match. No mirror, no Mr. Wonderful, apparently. And I wonder within a week's time if... Uh, What's the matter with you, Mr. Wonderful? I wonder if uh, Spivey has returned his phone call. Why, did he pay him? I, I don't know. Did he pay his bill? Sometimes like them shrinks, when you go to them and you don't pay them, they won't see you again, I know. <laughs> and Todd Morton being restrained there by Nick Patrick. The opening bound here on this two-hour edition. One day before we head to Detroit and Halloween Havoc. Of course, the main event is live tomorrow night. 6.05 Eastern Time with Dusty Rhodes and Eric Bischoff. 
from the Joe Louis Arena in Detroit. Well, the electricity is really running around this Halloween havoc, and I guarantee you one thing, Hulk Hogan is ready for what we're going to hear from him today right here live. WCW Saturday night, is that right or wrong? That's right. Yo, look at this. I mean, Todd Munn's dominating this situation. He is, as the American Dream would say, stepped up to the plate here. Got to. If you're going to catch him, get him now, Todd. That's right. And, of course, as we said, Mean Gene Okerlund standing by. We'll show you what happened on a, 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 an eventful, a shocking, a surprising WCW Monday Nitro on TNT just this past Monday from Huntsville, Alabama. That was nothing less than incredible. Elbow. Caught him with an elbow that time. And Mr. Wonderful near side ropes, far side ropes. Todd Munch got him. him up again. This time he's got him hooked for two and only a two count. Oh. Well, I'll tell you what. He almost had him right there. He's firing on him now, but he don't seem to be all there. A reversal into the corner, and a meal into the corner. Lateral press, and a one, and a two only. Don Morton back to the point of attack once again. So give the youngster a lot of credit here. Well, he had to know when he came into this thing that this was a different Mr. Wonderful. After breaking that meal and getting seven meals of bad luck, Todd Martin, if you're never going to step up, like you said, to the plate and hit a home run right here on WCW Saturday night, is the time to do it. Forearm shot to the head, rocking the head back of Todd Morton, Mr. Wonderful, who not too long ago made a challenge to the winner of Johnny B. Bad and Diamond Dallas in tomorrow night's Halloween Havoc. He wants to be the television champion. Well, I'm sure he does a very coveted title. The world's television champion, Diamond Dallas, and Johnny B. Bad going to hook it up at Halloween Havoc. Uh-oh, Mr. Wonderful now ready for the... What? The jumping pile driver! The jumping jack pile driver! You are so right, Tony. And he got him, too. But he don't seem real pleased about it. No. Look at him. He has his head down, shaking his head. And this is not the Mr. Wonderful that we've been accustomed to. Look, won't he let him raise his hand? Your winner in the opening bout here on Saturday night is Mr. Wonderful. Calling for Gary Spivey. And fans, let's now go to Mean Gene Ogre with an update on WCW Monday Nitro.